You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on EdinburghNow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. Supporters of WFSE include the Edinburgh Hotel Bar, serving a variety of lunch and dinner items every day from their location at 100 Meanville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Information is at 814-734-5103 or online at edinburghhotelbar.com. Do you want to learn more about your favorite artists or your favorite songs? Like interesting pop culture facts? Then tune in to 88.9 WFSE Fighting Scots Radio Wednesday, 2 to 3 p.m. When I, DJ Mac, report on the latest pop culture happenings and inform you about your favorite songs and favorite artists. So tune in either on the dial or online at edinburghnow.com to find out what's trending in today's pop culture. I am back. I'm back. I'm no longer sick, right, Britain? Britain's here. Britain, stop pretending oh, you're not here. I thought okay. that would be a fun gag that just we could just this make week. I, this I do it episode. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I act like I'm crazy just talking to you not actually being here. Britain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode ten. 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 We've we done are ten double of these. digits. Two digits. Two. Count them. Well, one, one, zero, one, two. two, it's two. Well, okay, ten is <laughs> Yes. Um, today, on this episode of everyone's favorite podcast, everyone's favorite. I mean, not really, but yeah, it's my favorite. It's mine. So then, I guess everyone. Yeah, so it's everybody. It's everybody in this room. Everybody in this room's favorite podcast. Favorite podcast so. There you go. We need to just get that qualification in though, so we're not like. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, today we're going to talk about games. Lots of games, actually. Games on games on games. We have to talk about Metal Gear. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, Logan. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of Metal mm. Gear related news that needs to be talked about. Lots of stuff. Sorry. Um, there's some Zelda stuff, some <laughs> Halo stuff. Zelda. Zelda and Zelda. and some some Sonic the Hedgehog news. Sonic news. Um, in TV, we got a new Justice League series. Oh, yeah. We got some X-Files stuff. And we're mm. going to talk about our favorite horror television shows. In mm. movies, we got Black Panther movie. We got Back to the Future related products. We got Rocky oh, yeah. Horror Picture Show. We got Lex Luthor. We got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, so we're gonna... We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. If that's okay with you. Jump right in. Oh, I guess I will say something. This will transition into games a little bit. Since I wasn't here on Monday, um, I want everybody to know that I did, in fact, get Mario Maker. I was not... uh, I kept my promise. Well, good. I'm I'm sure there might be, like, one person out there that was like, if he doesn't get Mario Maker... That was me. It was you? Yeah. You Britain, uh-huh. you're just raging. You yeah. just suppress the rage on Monday's podcast. I just suppress the rage usually. <clears throat> okay, and just keep it inside till you explode. That's the, the that's uh, that's the healthy thing to do. Yeah, that's how I do things. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I got it, and it's it's fun. It's really fun. I enjoy it. Um, I, I'm a little, I it's a little, I don't Basic. know. Well, yeah, but almost frustrating that they do. You you unlock things like how, you know different elements to put in your levels, um, not by you know like oh you do something certain like oh you create ten levels and you get this, it's just like oh you've been making a level for five minutes okay now we're gonna tell you that two days from now more equipment's gonna show up. That seems counterproductive. Yeah, it's really weird, but I looked online, and there's kind of a workaround for it. Oh. And it's like... Is it setting your Wii's clock? No, forward? no, no. It's not. that. I never do that typical thing. I, don't know, I know that happens a lot with people be like, oh, you just changed the date. I never yeah. do that. Um, but no, if you would take... I usually did a just a brick, and you just put a ton of them in your level. Mm-hmm. Like, you just do it all over the screen for a little bit of time, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
then for some strange reason, it's like, oh, you got your delivery early. Okay. So I, I guess they assume that if you've placed that many blocks, then you've been playing Mario Maker yeah, for a long time. an extended period of time. I guess. So, that yeah, I did that a couple of times just because I was like, well, I really want to design a Super Mario Bros. 3 level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not... You actually start off the game, and the only games of Mario that you can create for are the original and then the new Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. So those are the two you well, start with, and then you unlock... Um, three and then Mario World. Right. So, did you did you um, play with any amiibos? I don't. I don't have any amiibos. Do you currently. want some amiibos? <laughs> do, do you have extras, Britain? Is that? What, well, are you asking? I mean, I can bring in the amiibos I have and give them to you, and then you can um, test them out. I do want to buy amiibos. Um, um, Little Mac point. and Shulk and Lucario got restocked in very select retailers. Nice. Very nice. Little Mac is no longer $80 online, but it's still too much for me to want to buy it. Right. Understandable. <laughs> but I do want to buy some. Like, I've wanted the Link one yeah. for a while anyway, because he's one of my favorite characters. I had a Link one. Um, But, yeah, but I have gotten some of the costumes. Well, that's good. That you can get. You just unlock them by playing the, it's called the 100 Mario challenge Mm -hmm. that's where you have 100 lives and you have to get through challenge levels yep you you have 100 lives and then you like play through levels that other people have created and it's pretty cool and then like one it once you beat it it's once per day then you unlock one of the costumes so right now i think i've unlocked yoshi and pikmin nice yeah like the pikmin or alamar like the pikmin oh yeah okay yeah so it's kind of funny they do a bunch of different goofy little things and they mess with the music a little bit but Oh, yeah. I really like the Sonic one. Like, yeah. I really, really like I need to get a Sonic so I can do it. Mm-hmm. But I really like that. Yeah, so I'm not there. entirely sure if, like, the Amiibos are just a way so you don't have to wait to unlock I think that's them what that it way. Is. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, if not, you have to play it every day. But I think it's kind of fun because I love playing Mario games in general. Right. And it's kind of cool to see all the goofy ways that people make levels. Like, there was one where the title of it was just Don't Move. And or don't don't move. Yeah, it was like don't touch anything. I think <laughs> is what it was called. Okay. So I started the level and I was like, okay, well, I, I'm assuming that means like don't touch your controller at all. And literally, what it was is there was enough stuff that it just moved Mario around on the screen <laughs> while all this chaotic stuff is happening around oh, you. That's that awesome. like if you would move would have destroyed. You know, you would have lost a life mm-hmm. there. But took you right to the finish. So it was really cool seeing like just the different ways people have been well, playing that's with cool. it. So you I've did been, that over the weekend? I did that, yeah. I did that over the weekend, um, you know, in and out of working on uh, my IMC plan. Right. <laughs> wow. uh, and Destiny. Played some Destiny. All right. I played a game. You played a game? Oh, yes. Britain played a game. I played... Um, I, I was told I have to stop him from trying to make this the entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, so I forget what day it was. Was it? It was last week. I'm pretty positive that I talked about Undertale. Yes. The indie game now mm-hmm. available on Steam. It is so good. Like, so incredibly good. I don't even know how to describe it, mm-hmm. like, fully in words. But it's, a t- it's $10. Ten dollars. So if you have to, if or like, just contact me and I can give you my login information for <laughs> Humble Bundle because I want you to play this game if you're listening. Mm, that's cool. Um, so in the game, which I kind of talked about a lot last week, but you're a character who is you know thrust into this underground world full of monsters, and you can either fight or spare right, everything right. you encounter. <clears throat> um, I went on a pacifist run in which I didn't kill anything. Okay. And um, the ending of that game, which I'm not going to spoil. But that was probably the craziest series of situations mm-hmm. that I have ever encountered in a video game thus far. So, was it crazy as in like like a big plot twist kind of way or well, no, because there's like hints at this super dark undertone throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really culminate Mm-hmm. Until the second act, basically, um, <coughs> right? And like, I, I that's it's hard to really discuss without spoiling anything. Okay. But I was like speechless, and my heart was pounding, and like it was two o'clock in the morning, and the that's music crazy. is so good, and I just I need people to play that game. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
All right. Well, I'm gonna have to stop you there, Britton, because well, uh, yeah, not, I was we'll, I was winding down. We'll lose it. But yeah. anyway, uh, let's jump into some games, Britton. I'll games. let you I'll let you talk about the first one here. Well, okay. We could we could kind of connect that to the second one as well. Yeah. So Metal Gear Online, which is the online multiplayer component to Metal Gear Solid Five Phantom Pain, is now available on consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be coming to PC early next year. Um, so that's kind of fun. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I downloaded yep. it, so that's something. So you have the capability to do so. Yeah. It's um, it's multiplayer focused, and you're kind of working with the team to complete objectives. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're playing the the guys that work for you in Metal Gear Solid Phantom. Oh, Pain. okay. So cool. you're playing as the Diamond Dogs, basically, mm. just like the the regular jobbers who don't really right. you know do anything, just kind of walk around and go <laughs> on missions and stuff. Um, so that's cool. I want to hopefully jump into that tomorrow night or tonight if I have the time. Um, and then in more kind of disappointing news, um, Konami has filed a trademark for a big boss pachinko slot machine, according to Silicon Era. We called it. I was right. We called it here. We, we said this on the podcast. I don't have any words anymore, uh-huh. I guess, for, well, you don't need for Konami. Words. We've, we've talked. We've talked it through. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm just so sad. Well, in good news, oh. though, Britain, the next part. Oh, yeah. Am I supposed to read that? Yeah. Okay. A fan is remaking the original Metal Gear game in Unreal Engine 4. So that's good so news. So that's, yeah, that's cool that's as long positive. as that doesn't get shut down. Like, it probably will. Because yeah. whenever people try pitching um, these, like, remaster projects, they either get brought onto the development team mm. or shut down with cease and desist letters yeah so that's there's some, and it's so disappointing i think for me there's been several that people have done with uh, ocarina of time yeah and it like hurts me because i'm like these are locations i know and love yeah by heart and then they look absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. and it hurts me that yeah that, that'll happen. probably never ever happen yeah but hey um but there was one for, I believe it was the one for Resident Evil 2 um, that was being worked on by fans. And they, instead of getting shut down by uh, Capcom, they mm. got brought on to the development team for the remake of Resident Evil 2 that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And it's it's good when there's happy endings like this. But um, I don't know. It's I'll keep watching the um, progress of this to see what happens. Okay. Because I hope it gets made. Yeah, um, no, that'd be really cool. Because a lot of people don't play the original Metal Gear because it's old and was released right. like on the not NES. I think it. Wait, was it the I NES? I think it was NES. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's that. Right. That's that's it. Okay. Well, PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. PlayStation Now. Not later. PlayStation Now. Okay. We'll be adding 13 new games to its subscription service in honor of Shocktober. That's what they said in the press release. Quote, unquote, so, Shocktober. Don't get mad at me. Um, just a second here. The screen turned off. Yeah. That was fun. Um, <laughs> the games include Last of Us, Left Behind. Yay. Blood Rain, Betrayal. Oh. All Zombies Must Die. Okay. Painkiller. Yeah. A Deception 4, Blood Ties. Oh. Um, costume quest two, okay, and more. Uh-huh. So yeah. good, some good, some bad, some okay, oh, yeah. some yeah, you know, some in between, some pretty okay, some really good. Painkiller, yeah. I can't, we can't say the whole title because it's not FCC compliant, <laughs> but that's a really good game. <laughs> yes. So you get like a gun that shoots shurikens and lightning, both shurikens and lightning together. Yeah. So it like shoots a shuriken and then it. Followed by lightning, lightning, or it's an electrified you shuriken. Have, you have both, and you can do both at the same time. So it can shoot lightning or shurikens, or both at the same time. Okay. And then you have the staff thing that can either shoot energy beams or... Or cows. S- or, like, spin and be used oh. as, like, a kind of, like, helicopter blade-like melee weapon. I wanted it to be cows. And then you can launch it at things. It's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a Bob's Burgers pinball table coming to Zen Studios Zen Pinball Yay. too. The uh, <coughs> the table is going to be set up like the street on which Bob's Burgers Bob's Burgers is their burger restaurant. 
The restaurant. Um, so you'll have you'll have Jimmy Pesto's across the street. You'll nice. have the mortician. You know, awesome. All, all the trappings. Will you have the burgers. rotating failed business? Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I love Bob's like Burgers you could hit it. So it would much. flip and it's really oh, failed business. That'd I don't. Be cool. I don't have that much information about or it. Or maybe it just like great. flips the sign. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then the I'm van, gonna design this bin. The van outside can change too. Yeah, yeah, would be great. I love Bob's Burgers. No, it is a fantastic show. So I'm probably going to get it. I have to be honest. When it first came out, I, I wasn't super. No, I yeah. I wasn't. I did wasn't a huge fan of like the animation style or me something. Either. But something didn't draw me to it. And I was like, this looks stupid. I, I almost like yeah. made sure to like turn the TV off because <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to give them a rating. That's kind of how I felt about Archer too. And then I watched and it. Then I watched it. Well, Archer and then Bob's Burgers, yeah. but um, they're. Both great They're both shows. really good. Good shows. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. So, I mean, hey. So, Bob's don't don't judge a cartoon by its animation Favorite style. Bob's Burgers character? Um, well, I think everybody loves Tina. Everyone loves Tina as they should. Tina's just some some Incredible. of the jokes involving Tina are... I think one of my favorite is when she is... She's learning to drive the car. Yes. And there's literally yes. only one car on the entire parking lot. <laughs> and she's like... Scratch oh, just getting slower. slower. <laughs> and Bob's just like... Tina. Being like, Tina, Tina, turn. Just turn the wheel. <laughs> like, turn it any direction. <laughs> so I do really like Tina. Um, I've been told by multiple people that I am Bob. I really like so, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Bob's good. Tina and Bob are probably my the whole family. Guys. Yeah, no, they're they're, like really, it's a strong really, cast yeah. throughout. Like each one, I think in different episodes, I was like, okay, they're my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think when you do that for a show, it means they're all solid. They are. Like I, I feel like so. each episode, I can be like, oh no, Gene's my favorite this time. Or I was Gene for Halloween last year. Yeah, little known fact. Little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway, pinball, pinball. Sonic Lost World huh? is coming to PC wow. with 60 FPS support for $30. $30. $30. For $30. A not terrible, but also not great Sonic game. Right. So this Sonic game... I feel like that kind of fits in most, most yeah. Sonic games. Can fit in that <laughs> this category. one was like their response to Super Mario Galaxy. Right. So it's like right. very colorful disjointed levels that you have multiple ways to get around <coughs> yeah and that was the one that on wii u uh, it was on was it only on wii u it was on wii u and 3ds right but it was nintendo um it's exclusive. not sonic boom right no not sonic boom not sonic boom not sonic boom but um i remember that was the one where they had specific dlc like there's one where yeah. it goes to hyrule um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There's something. There was another one that was. I remember the Hyrule one was the biggest one, but yeah. I just I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. There were a couple about, other there, ones there were, where he like know. jumped franchises, but yeah. I mean, um, I thought that one was probably like it wasn't great, but it was better than some other ones. It was mm-hmm. kind of like a direct sequel to Colors, which was really good, mm-hmm. like surprisingly good. Um, the Wii version was good, DS gotcha. version, but anyway. Um, I think think that's pretty really, I think the most surprising thing about this for me is, you know, very rarely do you see a game that exclusively comes out on a Nintendo console. Yeah, yeah. You know, making the move to PC. Like, Mm -hmm. you you just don't see that. It doesn't happen much. You know, I mean. Or at all. Or at all. Yeah, at all. I mean, a lot of times it happens with, um... Things that um, they published but didn't develop, like Banjo Kazooie got right on right. Xbox. Yeah, but I, I think it's just really interesting to see uh-huh. that move. I was I was surprised when you uh, sent this to me because well, I was like, th- it, "This is something that just doesn't you don't just don't see happen." We also found out today that it's part of um, Sega's new kind of commitment to bringing their stronger games to other consoles, like mm-hmm. to bring them to the current console generation and gotcha. PCs. So that people can realize why Sega is still a legitimate like developer, right? But there just hasn't haven't been that many <clears throat> hits as yeah. far as no. their games go in a while. But this is cool. Also, I don't know if you know, but the person who's running Sonic PR is like the best person I think ever. They just make jokes and talk about how recent Sonic games have been bad, nice. and said praise Gabin in a. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, Facebook post today. Nice. Like, it's good. Sonic is coming <laughs> back. Hero. There you go. You heard it here first. Prediction number two. Sonic will be back and better than ever. The all new, all different Sonic. All new, we all may, different we make Sonic a joke, dude, about that title like every <laughs> every podcast, too. All right, Breton. Transformers Devastation. Yeah, it's out. I don't. Have you seen anything about this game? I think briefly when... Not enough. When it was announced at E3? Yeah. Maybe I remember vaguely. Okay. Well, Transformers Devastation mm-hmm. is one of the coolest looking games yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Okay. In the fact that it's developed by Platinum Games. Okay. Who I love. Right. Because, you know, they made Bayonetta and Wonderful 101. Yeah. And Kamiya made Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. So they're good at action games. Okay. And Transformers Devastation. Yeah. It takes it takes their, their action game formula of fast, frenetic, explosive combat. Yeah. With G1 Transformers. Nice. And the art style is fantastic. Is the art style based more off of the, um, like, the traditional look yes. from the cartoons? Yes, it is. There you go. I'm in. And it's it's super well like designed. So Runs ju- at 60 frames per second. <coughs> so just to specify, yeah, Optimus Prime does not have flames on his truck. No, but you can get a flaming axe. No, 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 no. I'm. I don't want the flames. On. I don't. I no, don't there's no flames Michael on the Bay truck. No, no, no. I like when he was a fire truck. Not yeah, a no, semi. he is. He's a he's a fire truck. Yeah. All of them. All of the uh, Transformers actually have car based combos. Nice. So, like, if you're if you're doing a combo, like a light attack three times, it's usually a combo in Platinum Games. You do that, and then you get a finisher in which the Transformer turns into a car or partly turns into a car and then follows up with attack. That's usually a launcher into the air, and you can combo that into things. It's so good. Amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'm. I need it. Britain. I say that about a lot it. of you things. You do say that about a lot of things. And I don't end up getting most of those things <laughs> because I have to be mildly responsible. But right, Transformers though, Grimlock's in it. Yeah, <laughs> Grimlock's in it. Grimlock's in it. My 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 personal favorite Transformer is Grimlock. Soundwave. Soundwave is in it. Good. Bumble- Can I use cassette-based attacks? I actually don't know if he has cassette-based attacks. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Bumblebee is in it and plays like Ryu from Street Fighter. So that's kind of cool. Well, Soundwave should play as play like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like there's two different campaigns. Well, uses cassette to pull people over here. Tat, you know. Like unravels a cassette here. and then throws the tape at someone. Yeah, yeah. No, he holds it by the tape, I would assume. And then throws and then it. And hits it with them. And somehow the cassette gets stuck in them because they're robots. Yeah. And then it's he probably not hard. And he doesn't say get over here because that's, you know, that's obviously. That's copyrighted. Yeah, it's copyright infringement. But he says something like, please get closer to my presence. <laughs> no, that'd be weird. I'm out. <laughs> That was atrocious. That was atrocious, but I'm not a game developer, so <laughs> they know now what not to do. Fred, you let, let's let, let's move on. When are you? According to GameStop, GameSpot, 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 which is not GameStop. No, GameSpot. The producer of Resident Evil, Masachika Kawada. See, this is why I didn't do this one. Hinted that Resident Evil Seven may be coming soon. In the latest issue of Japanese gaming magazine Dengeki PlayStation, he said, quote, We're currently not at a state to talk about it, but please stay tuned. Mm. It being Resident Evil 7, yes. if that wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool. Six... No, they meant like double quarter pounders with cheese. They're, oh. n- they're not in a position to talk about them. They're, not, they're really not. Yeah. But no, Resident Evil 6, part, some of it was good. <coughs> Yeah, I heard um, very dis- people were very disappointed with 6 because it moved more yeah. action-y than... There were good parts to it. Yeah. There were really bad parts to it as well. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I don't know if you've been playing the Revelation series or keeping track of it at all, but that's actually really, really good, and it's kind of mostly a callback to classic-style Resident Evil games. That's good. 
So yeah, they have like two kind of two things going for them. And then they have the shooter coming out, which mm-hmm. is um what is that called? Umbrella Umbrella Core. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's hey. Yeah. Hey. So that's hey. You know, hey. Resident Evil hey. Seven. Leon. Yes. So Leon for president. Because he killed the last one. Leon killed the president in Resident Evil Six. It's, it happens in the first ten minutes of the game. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler, not spoiler. Not spoiler. That um, game's old. Anyway. Any, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Britain. Uh, Hyrule Warriors yeah. Legends, oh, which is the, the 3DS, 3DS yeah. version. Um, Skull Kid and Phantom Hannon. Ganon, man. You put an H there. Did I put an H? Yeah. Oh. So that well, makes a lot more sense. Hannon is his new name. Hannon. No. Phantom Ganon. Hannendorf. <laughs> Hannendorf. Uh <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I don't recognize that character, Britain. All right. But Phantom (laughs) Ganon, which I'm a lot more excited about than Phantom Hannon, his cousin, he works at a, you know, mild-mannered accountant firm in Hyrule. Um, Hannon and Hannon. (laughs) Yes. Hannon and Ganon. Um, But anyway, Skull Kid and Phantom Ganon were announced for Hyrule Warriors Legends. Uh, there's no word at this time whether this uh, these characters will be coming to the Wii U version or not. Probably not. I'm I'm hoping they do. Yeah, I'm I have, hoping they do. I'm hope I have the Wii U version, which is really fun. <clears throat> it is fun. It, it's really cool. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I got the season pass, if you want to call it that. So yeah. I got all the characters and all the new updates. You know, sure. updates and stuff like that. So, well, I mean. Cool. Legends is supposed to, and not only is it a new 3DS exclusive, not mm. you can't play it on a regular 3DS. You have right. to have a new 3DS to play it. But um, it it's basically all of the DLC from the Wii U version right. is on the cartridge. Right. So this might just be exclusive DLC for that. That's kind of what it seems like, but I do hope it comes to the Wii U version. Me too, especially since... I think Skull Kid would be a really cool character to play as. Also um, in Smash Brothers. Yes, also in Smash Brothers, but it's still no announcement whether who the new I need is. I need that ballot to be released. There's been um the new update there were data for, found for three characters and three new stages. Did they say what they were? No. Mm-hmm. They're just placeholders. But there will be three new characters. And three, three new, new characters. stages. That's yeah. awesome. That's a lot. That is a lot. And especially considering how much they are. It's kind of a lot of well, money. I unfortunately, need... I'll shell out the cash well, for Well, it. yeah. It's just I don't like how each character is basically $4. Yeah. No. And there, it's just... <coughs> like, I feel like there should be a, like, ultimate so Smash version. Hmm. That's cool. With all the characters. So, yeah, I kind of... Nintendo won't do that, though. I kind of hate when games do that. What? Because, like, usually if it's a game I really want, I buy it when it first comes out. Yeah, yeah, me so, too. I mean, I guess I'm I'm a hypocrite because I got Destiny Taken King. Well, but, there was a reason for that. And yeah. It's better that you did that. <laughs> yes. But, um, yeah, like, I hate, like, I had Marvel versus Capcom 3. 3. Yeah, And I had Marvel versus Capcom 3. Ultimate, ultimate Edition or something. Just, was it Edition it or was, just Ultimate? It was Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom yeah, 3. Yeah, yeah. Which and is no longer available on the store, actually. Yeah, and they had, you know, they had some characters that I thought were really cool. They added to mm-hmm. it, you know, Hawkeye was one Virgil. there specifically. Virgil. Virgil. Yeah, there was a lot there, and so I was like really upset because I was like, oh, that's okay. You know, don't that release that. Well, and they didn't release them as DLC for the other one yeah. before either, so you had to buy the new version to get those. Which was. That was when Capcom was kind of messing everything up, so yeah, I'm so not going to blame but them. But that happens from time to time. But, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. We got on a Smash Bros. rant there. Um, so Steam controllers and Steam machines will be available this year at GameStop. That's right. GameStop, not GameStop. Game GameStop. Um, Game UK and EB Games. If you're in Canada. If they don't exist here anymore. Yeah. Ironically enough, back home. There was a GameStop, and then across the street in EB Games, but then mm-hmm. the GameStop bought the EB Games. Right. So there were two GameStops. One of them had all the used games, and one of them had, had all the new games. Well, that's actually kind of cool. And now there's just one. Now there's just one. And they Did never they got... become a mega store or No. They, they're they kind of small, actually. Okay. And they never got back to me when I applied to get a job there. They interviewed well, me, and they're like, we're going to call you back, and then they never did. And I'm, like, eh. I'm a bit salty still. It's okay, right? GameStop. GameStop. 
But <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you can buy Steam controllers and Steam machines. machines there. Yeah, so I mean, if you're interested in spending a lot of money on what is basically Steam big picture mode in a console right. with a browser, yeah, then do it. Go then ahead. go for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're, they're interesting, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're unique. Uh, I just don't... With how expensive they are, they I don't are see very the expensive. purpose for them, especially since most people that play Steam are part of the quote-unquote um, PC master race. Yeah. So they build their own PCs, and you know they put a lot of work and effort into it, which I respect yeah. a ton of. But you know I, I don't see that demographic that they're appealing to yeah. switching to, oh, we'll do Steam on a console. Yeah, it's it's like I understand why. Yeah, because, no, I get it. Because Steam's been expanding and they're trying to work more on like right. community. So my question aspects. is: is will Valve in the future, if Ever they really want Half Life Three? <laughs> yeah, there's that. But if they really want the Steam machines to take off, do you think that they'll try to make some of their games exclusives to Steam, Steam machines? Yeah, I Steam think boxes. I honestly, I could see it happening. I think people will rage. I feel like people would get upset, yes. Because, like, really, any of their, you know, all their franchises are highly popular. If you made mm -hmm. Portal 3 only on Steam, you know, Steam boxes. I just, I don't think they people could would be mad. Do that, Obviously, Half-Life 3, but the, people will just burn down the studio if that's not available to everybody. It's not like it's a disc-based system, though. So I don't know how right. they would the only, do that. The only franchise of theirs I could honestly see them doing as maybe as an exclusive only for steam and steam boxes would be maybe half-life i mean not half-life sorry uh left for dead left for dead though is like i i like left for dead mm -hmm. but i i could see people not being as mad about left for dead being an exclusive as opposed to portal or... yeah i mean it's always the last one to come to consoles yeah. left for dead and um yeah i mean two was anyway yeah. And I know when they were testing it, they just used Xbox controllers. So they kind of had the console idea when developing that game. So it could make sense if if it if there was a way to get exclusive on Steam boxes, which I don't think there is because it's Steam. That's mm -hmm. it's it's just loading the Steam client basically. Right. So I don't think there's any way to really hide um, put like an exclusive wall there. But yeah. there, I'm sure there is. I'm sure things could be done. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just thinking of the possibility. But yeah, Steam controllers are kind of cool, I guess. They're neat looking. I'd I'd really want to test one out. Test one out before I bought yeah. one. Because I, I, I don't know how I feel about the there. like the joystick area, the thing, the pad thing, the thumb pad. Is that what they're called? I guess. I think they were called thumb pads, but yeah. Well, anyway. hey. Halo 5's Forge mode is set to be the biggest yet, according to a release from 343 Industries. But it won't ship with the game, um, which is, you know, yeah. disappointing, I suppose. Um, it'll be available in time for holiday break, though, according to right. the release. So, I mean... I, I just don't understand. Like, Things just keep going wrong, in my opinion, with this game, as far as press goes. Yeah, it's just such a unique thing. Like, I, I don't know, because it was the same kind of way when Halo 4 came out. Yeah. It was like you had things there, but they didn't have many multiplayer modes, and, like, yeah. multiplayer in general was just kind of weird. It wasn't great. Four. Um, I played enough I mean, of it. I mean, I played it a lot, but yeah. just, like, initially when it first came out, too, I remember feeling like, okay... It was just so much like Call of Duty. Yeah, the grenades were way off, too. Yeah. I felt like it, it didn't feel quite like Halo multiplayer. And, and then they kind of had updates that made it feel more like yeah. it. And it's I don't know different, obviously. if it was just me, but whenever I would go back to play it, I would just destroy everyone. I'm like, I don't know if this is because... Yeah, I've I used to be really good at that game. Yeah. Like, Halo 3, I was... You know, yeah, ranked. it used to be destroyed. <laughs> like at Halo Three, you'd play with some people, and you're like, "I'm the worst gamer ever." But you're right. With Four, every once in a while, I would pop back in and be like, "I'm not this good." But like, I was getting like on average like 18 kills per match in Halo Four. Yeah, and like, I know that's not like a huge, you know, ooh, look at you. Ooh. But like, I mean, I I played Halo Three a lot and was on a MLG team. There you go. <laughs> but, um, 
it was it was just it, it felt off and i feel like five may just be the same type of thing because yeah. halo 3 there was such a big emphasis on custom games yeah like whether really or not was. they wanted it, really it to be there or not people played it and there were a lot of really really creative ways mm-hmm. that forge was used for these oh, for these game modes 100% like i remember staying up to like three o'clock in the morning with people like from halfway around the world that i just met online playing custom games mm-hmm. and that was like the most fun i had with halo and Forge just kind of like that didn't happen yeah and yeah. for forge in four was like advanced and you could do a lot in it yeah you could there was no point yeah i didn't see it utilized as much i remember for three when they had specific playlists you know like yeah during specific weekends action sack yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) or uh you know they had seven on the seven yeah yeah you know like double xp weekend that kind of they had like specialty maps that Mm -hmm. were you know forge maps and that just didn't happen in 4. Like, not very often. Like, yeah. they had some, but not very often was I like, oh, it's, you know, this weekend I got to play Halo 4 because it's a special. Yeah, the, all, all they really did was, like, special. double XP. That's yeah. kind of all they did. Yeah. And then, I mean, Reach was kind of a departure from it as well. Yeah, Reach was different, too. But, but. It, it was still more like Halo multiplayer. Yeah, like, it's no, still, it, it still felt like It, it felt, felt like, like a like continuation it, yeah. of Halo 3s. As right. far as multiplayer right. went, yes, it did. But four just feels like a whole. I mean, and it is. It's just, it is. It's, it's a whole new, different thing. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Halo. Yeah, Halo. 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 <laughs> did you want to read this last one, or should I read the last one? Since I basically I read like almost everything in games today. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do this one. Okay. CD Project Red. Red claims that their newest title, Cyberpunk 2077, mm-hmm. or 2077. 2077 sounds better. Yeah, yeah, that's how I always say it. Okay. Will be, quote, far, far bigger than Witcher 3, according to the studio's visual effects artist, um, Jose... Texera? I don't even know. Yeah. That's, Texera? Yeah, I'm going to okay. assume that that's right. So, so that's big. That's very big. That's too big. That's huge. I think that's honestly way too big. Yeah, because there are people who Witcher are sp- three who are spending. Huge. Yeah, there are people who are spending like 150 hours on their first playthrough of Witcher three. Yeah, and I cannot even fathom having, uh, let alone having enough time to spend mm-hmm. in a game of that size. Right. If it's bigger than Witcher three. Right. Like I just I I don't know if it's because I'm a lot busier than <laughs> I was when I was a kid. Right. Or something, but I just, I don't have that time. Right. To put into RPGs. And I love RPGs. Mm-hmm. It took me like a year to finish Dragon Age Inquisition because well, I, I just think, didn't have time. I think that's one of the problems is that, you know, game developers obviously keep wanting to make games bigger and bigger. You right. know, that's just the nature of the beast. But now it's getting to the point, I agree with you, is like, you don't get time to finish a game because you're like, oh, I'm still trying to beat Witcher 3 and then... Boom! Oh, this game comes out. Yeah. So, I guess that's the concerning thing, you know. Just like, I do like a very expansive open world. You know, for me, I'd say the standard, like a decent sized game for me that I don't think is too big would be, you know, Skyrim. You know, like I feel right. like that world is big, but it's not like you have to do everything. Right. Yeah. It's. That's like for me. I think that's a decent size. Yeah, yeah. Because in Skyrim <laughs> too, you have a lot of you know freedom and options. Same with Oblivion and Morrowind, right. and it's just like I don't know what it is. Games like Witcher Three, like I, I in theory I like the Witcher series, but mm-hmm. I've never been able to really get into them gameplay wise. If yeah. that makes sense. Like I like the story and I like the lore and I like the characters, but the gameplay for me has always been kind of too. Yeah. And it's just a thing that yeah. it's just like uh, you're just making things as big as a gimmick. That's um, what Dragon Age Inquisition did. Yeah, like hands down, that is what they did because they didn't need most of the like auxiliary content in that game. Right. The main story is only like 15 hours long. Right. Um, and I remember, well, just like the size of worlds too in games sometimes are kind of crazy. I remember it was yeah. a thing when. Uh, Zelda Wii U, I guess, is what we had to call it at this it's point. It's not even coming out for a, Wii U. It, I don't, yeah, I don't probably think won't. it's not. I think they will jump ship and they'll be an exclusive for the NX, NX. or whatever they decide to call it. 
Um, <clears throat> but I remember there was a statement that they said that the jung, uh, the forest temple in that game is the size of Hyrule Field. Yeah. From you know Ocarina, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see when they played that game for like twenty minutes? It was yeah. like it was yeah. that map was gigantic. Yeah, it was big. And I just like like with Metal Gear right now. Remember when everybody kind of raged over uh, the fact that. Uh, your horse, whether it's Apana or not, I don't think they confirmed that it was Apana, yeah. would, like, avoid hitting a tree. And people got, like, mad about that. It's like, that's what, that's how that should that's be. That's what a real horse would do. That's also you know? how that should be. Yeah. Honestly. But I remember that was a thing that people were yeah. mad about. When people that, got anyway. mad about a lot of things about that preview. Yeah. Zelda was, or it's not Zelda. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, oh. Link, you, almost, you almost committed one of the cardinal sins. Link things. was too androgynous for some people. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <clears throat> yeah. And, and, mm. and I remember there was the thing where, I forget who said it, but they were like, well, did we ever say that that's Link? And people were like, is it Link? Exactly. And then it was like days later, they are like, it was Link. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, Link. It is a Nintendo Link. Nintendo just sometimes is a troll, but. Anyway, so anyway, I just, apparently Cyberpunk 2077 it's is gonna going to be too big for me to want to play. Very big game, too big for Britain. <laughs> That's a title right there. Too big, for, too big for Britain. There you go. <clears throat> okay, so, um, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll take a quick break. You stay, uh, you stay tuned. You sit tight. Everything you need for Edinburgh is at edinburghnow.com, including live streaming of our station. EdinburghNow.com and WFSC. They just plain damn well go together. It's Thursday. The weekend is so close yet so far away. What can you do to make it more fun? By listening to the Mitchell Mixer, of course. Each week, DJ Betty Mitchell will bring you the best rocket hits while also providing some news, music trivia, and some motivation for the semester. The Mitchell Mixer. Thursdays at 4 on WFSE 88.9, Fighting Scots Radio. WFSE is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza, right off of Darrow Road, next to Norman's Pizza. Information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rentedinburgh.com. Hello. We are back. Are we? Well, I'm back. It's just Logan. It's just This me. is a pre-recorded voice message of yes. me. This is the life model decoy of Britain. We have that technology. Yes. The all new, all different Britain. <laughs> we did it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to find out how many times. So, television. Television. You turn on and watch. The that, yes, TV. The TV. Um, in TV news, uh, Warner Brothers um, leak uh, revealed that a new Justice League series... Um, is in in the works and wow then, yes, and then it was confirmed by Cartoon Network. Thanks, Cartoon Network. So there you go. I you Justice know Justice League's cool. Yeah, in no, animated big, form. I was a big fan of the Justice League Unlimited. Um, card, yeah, well, and then Justice League, then Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. When I was uh when I was a wee when I Unlimited was a wee boy, was what, like two thousand four to two thousand seven, I think something like that. But it was really cool. So Did I think that's. Watch Young Justice. Oh, I watched Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice was good. It was very good, but apparently they pulled it because they weren't selling enough toys. Well, then there was a creative difference, I think, with because it was the same people that did Young Justice did the Green Lantern, yeah, animated one, and they wanted to focus on that more. And which I don't know why, because Young Justice was so good. It was. It was Green Lantern cartoon. I wasn't a fan. It wasn't great. Also, anything that has Nightwing in it, I like. So Yeah, which was really cool. And then, yeah, because season two, he's, like, in charge of the yeah. group, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. Some more Justice League. Always yeah. always cool. Yes. The X-Files premiered at Cannes Film Festival. It was a hit with the audience, as it should be. Good. That's yes. kind of all that story was. Oh, did you see in the trailer... <laughs> for it, um, the teaser or whatever you want to call it, that the smoking man is back. So I don't know. I'm nodding my head. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Britain's nodding his head. Yes. I did. Yeah, but the smoking man's back, which I think is back. crazy. 
It's crazy, and I want to know why, and I need answers. I think the we're not going to. The truth is out there. I don't, well, it's still out there, but I don't think we're going to get any answers. I legitimately do not think there will be any answers in this series. Ever. I don't know how well my whistle picks up. It was, yeah. No. Okay. So the there wasn't much for TV. We could, I there. guess, talk about how Jessica Jones, the teaser, happened. Yeah, she there's jumped. a Jessica Jones teaser, and it was very. If if you guys remember some of the prom- promotional, there was a like mobile, a moving poster. Yeah. Right for Daredevil. Yeah. Well, and the poster for the Daredevil series, it was framed and it looked almost identical. Yeah. You know, it's still yeah. like this alleyway. It was in Hell's Kitchen, and they gave a very specific time. It was like eleven fifty-seven for some reason. Eleven fifty-seven. You know, three minutes before midnight. It's probably a reference to something. I'm sure, but um, I don't know why they specifically said what time it was. Um, and she just walks down the alley, and then all of a sudden, it you don't see her jump, but you just There's see kind her. of She kind of like ends up floating. It's implied that she jumps up jump. onto a um, like fire escape. Yeah. Anyway, it's so since, since it's October. October. Hashtag Shocktober. What are your favorite horror TV shows, Logan? Favorite horror TV shows. Um, or TV shows with horror elements in them. Definitely. Um, I'm going to go classic okay. here. I'm a huge, huge Twilight Zone fan. Mm-hmm. I think that show has some of... I, I will go as far as saying I think Twilight Zone had some of the best writing in all of television. It did. Let alone, you know, horror-related. Yeah. creepy kind of stuff. I, Rod Serling did a fantastic job with that show. He directed... Several of the you know specific shorts themselves. Right. He wrote a lot of them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, was the host. Twilight Zone's one of my favorites. Like, there's some that still, you know, to this day, like I never get tired of them. Right. You know. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, that's a good. So big, big fan of Twilight Zone. I I love X Files as well. I think it's yeah. a really cool show. I also think that's something um, that's good to watch. Like, well, any time, but. Around specific holidays, they yeah. always have themed episodes. Mm. Or not always, but there are themed episodes. Yeah. Um, like the Christmas one in the mansion. Yeah. With the ghosts. I like that Yeah, that one was cool. But yeah. Yeah. Do you, what's yeah. your favorite? Um, well, X-Files is great. Um, but as far as things with horror elements in them, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Twin Peaks isn't, doesn't necessarily have horror, but more like... David Lynchian, nothing's really explained and everything's kind of out there. Right. And it's just, it's, it's, I could say it's off kilter enough yeah. that it can yeah. sometimes fall into horror. Um, but X Files is great. Twin I feel Peaks like it's great. I feel like people would be, um, upset if we didn't mention American Horror Story. Well, but I know, I did, I haven't. I this is add this to my list of things Logan apparently has to catch up on. Apparently, I you don't have to. Well, no, but just in general, I I haven't watched a season of American Horror. Season Horror. one is alright. That's what I've heard the general consensus that is it season three wasn't Freak show. Mm. Three, it's it's American Horror Story and then Coven. I thought Asylum was too. American Horror Story, and then Asylum was the second one, and then right. Coven was then the third, Coven. and then Freak Show, and then Hotels coming out. Yeah, I've heard that um, Coven wasn't overly a fan favorite, I think. I mean, some people that I know like yeah. it a lot, but, but it's, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. It it does a lot of things purely for shock value, which I guess is the point of the show. Right. But... I mean, some 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 of the situations are well written, and it's it's not like it's acted poorly or anything. Like it, <coughs> all the cast does a really good mm-hmm. job. I think for me, one of the scariest promos was for Freak Show with all the clowns because I yeah. hate clowns. And the Melanie Melanie Martinez song playing in the background. If you're a clown and you are listening to our podcast, I'm sorry, sorry but I, I'm not a you're terrifying. Clowns, honestly, I'm sorry. There was something I was going to bring up as far as horror TV shows go, but I don't exactly remember what it was. So I'm horror kind of TV mad at shows. myself. Oh, um, I could I could do this too since there's not much TV. Because um, okay. on Monday's podcast, you asked about favorite horror game. Yeah, and I wasn't here. Um, <clears throat> I do have to say I am a big fan of Amnesia, The Dark Descent, The Dark Descent. Um, it is a very good it is horror game. Uh, I have to say honestly. Um, 
I really liked Alien Isolation. Yeah. As well. Yeah, that yeah. was a really cool way because, you know, you've seen the Alien franchise and they kind of move it less in the horror genre because yeah. the first one was was a sci-fi horror film. Mm-hmm. You know, that's strictly where it was. And then, it, you know, the franchise itself moved more and more into action or just action sci-fi or whatever. Right. But that game made you afraid of the Xenomorph again. Like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. You would see it and you run and you hide in a locker and you cry is basically mm-hmm. how you feel. And a lot of elements in that. The AI robots that they have around, yeah, they're creepy. They are. Like, they're not even supposed to be, but they are. But they are. Yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of it, it's just like, it's a heart-pounding game. So it is. It definitely. And then sometimes you just <laughs> you end up screaming because you you're surprised by, you might have forgot that the Xenomorph was behind you and then, boom, all of a sudden there's a... That's like coming through your just chest. like amnesia too. Yeah. Oh yeah. When the um, whatchamacallit, the thing. I can't remember what those things are called. I forget what their names the, are. Yeah. The thing though. The thing. The thing that the follows things. you. <laughs> I forget what it's called. But but yeah yeah those are both pretty solid choices. Thank I, you. I like them. Britain approves. I like those choices. There you go. Movies. Movies. Um. Joe Rowe, Robert Cole of American Crime Stories and talks right the blank the Black Panther movie I can't <coughs> talk and um, F Gary Gray of Straight Outta Compton is in talks to direct the film according nice. to Polygon. So they're cool. both good at what they do. Yeah, um, no, both. Yeah, it sounds good to me. And Cole I know was in one of one of the writers or the same program that a bunch of in-house Marvel writers go to. Um, oh, that's cool. For movies and stuff. So I think he helped out in either Age of Ultron or Ant-Man. I can't remember hmm. which one. There you go. But hey, that should be cool. Black yeah. Panther. Lots Black of Panther. lots of big stuff happening for Black Panther. Excited actually, for that. Which is good. Black yes. Panther needs recognition. Yes, he definitely does. Yeah. So according to Wired, uh, Back to the Future Part 2. 2. Um, which may be controversially enough. The one best one. It's my favorite. Yeah, me too. I mean, the first one's so classic, so it's... Yeah, but cool. two is my favorite. Two is cool. Yeah. Uh, I've gotten arguments with people before saying that it's the worst one, and I was like... I think um, three's the worst one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hands down, three's the worst one. Thank you. 100%, Britain. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to the... Like, I didn't need Back to the Future in the Wild West. I didn't. No. Um, but two, one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Back to the Future Part 2, the... Um, Pepsi Perfect um, seen in the film is now available to order online. It's $3 for a 16.9 ounce bottle shaped like the iconic um, Pepsi from the movie. Well, that's cool. In the future. The, fu- the 2015. The 2015 Pepsi. I'm loving how many things um, like people like, you know, there's a lot of movies that say, you know, in the year 2001 this is going to happen. Yeah. But this seems to be like the film that everyone's like, okay, Martin McFly goes to the future yeah. on, is it October 21st? One of the, yeah. It's coming up. It's, it's this soon. month. Um, Honestly, I, if we get the hoverboard. Which one? They have hoverboards. They have hover. They we have, have that technology. They don't have the one specifically seen in the film. No. no. I mean, you can buy like a replica of it but yeah. you know they have hoverboards but we are close we are we are very close was it lexus has the hoverboard I think thing it's yeah. one of it is a car company yeah i think it's lexus but <clears throat> anyway that like there's such a movement to get these things real which is crazy you know yeah. you have the pepsi perfect happening and then it's kind of crazy right now uh we're actually this might dive into the morning after territory but we'll talk sports for a quick second oh no um the Pittsburgh Pirates, my team. That is the team. Uh, I'm wearing their their shirt today. I can confirm. Um, <laughs> yes. They're playing the Cubs, uh, the Chicago Cubs, mm-hmm. uh, tonight in the playoffs. Yeah. And um, I said for me it's kind of a win-win of whoever wins tonight because I want the Pirates to win because that's my team. Mm-hmm. But if they lose, then the Cubs are one step closer to – Filling the prediction made in Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Two. True, because they win, they win the World Series that year. They do. So if you know, I I want the Pirates to win, but, but if they don't and the Cubs win, be happy. then I'm gonna I'm <laughs> just gonna freak out that a 30 year old movie correctly predicted the yeah. end of their losing streak. Um, that would be good. 
So there you go. There's that. And then, of course, um, recently we talked about this previously, I think, um, the Jaws 19. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was so good. That was little a really, really good teaser video. teaser the trailer that um, Back to the Future put out. That was funny. I want that video. I want to see half those movies actually made. I, I, wanna, I would personally be afraid of Robo Jaws. Yeah, this time it's... Yeah. it's personal yeah and then jaws online or something like that that was another one jaws versus ivan sharkano (laughs) yeah it was uh jaws fights a russian shark ivan Ivan sharkovsky Sharkovsky. yeah that's the film i need to see but (laughs) that was funny i I loved that but it's really cool to see what's happening there's a two-hour 40th anniversary performance of rocky horror show coming to bbc america premiering saturday october 18th starring the creator of the show richard o'brien stephen fry and emma bunton There'll also be an encore airing on Halloween after the Doctor Who marathon. Nice. I actually saw today um, the cast got together mm-hmm. um, somewhere. There's like a photo of them now um, Good. for this 40th anniversary I kind of idea. Love Rocky Horror Picture Show mm-hmm. a lot. Like a lot. Yeah, because of Tim Curry. Well, and it's just good. It's very fun, yes. and I like it. And as someone who was heavily involved in the theater program in high school. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just such a fun thing. It is. It is. And I'm going to watch it. So, yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to throw that in there. Also, Halloween. It's kind of relatively Halloween-themed. So, yeah. Yes. Let's do the time warp. Let's do the time warp again. Again. All right. So, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, who? This y- is shocking news, by the way. I'm actually very happy me too with this news um so jesse eisenberg will be playing lex luther jr in (laughs) batman v superman dawn of justice uh not lex luther senior senior as previously thought uh the premise the the premise slash social media oh gotcha yeah sorry all right Uh, the premise slash social media advertising claims that his character has quote transformed an aging petrochemical and heavy machinery dinosaur into a tech darling basically he's playing hit the character that he played in social network right just a little bit more evil so it's implying that he's like the lex luther's son yeah so you know what uh, i'm honestly 100 percent. i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be that guy you are now on board for this film well, I, I'm I'm feeling slightly better. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm amongst the group that um, was like Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston should be Lex Luthor. I was among those people That'd be screaming good. for it. That'd be good, though. If in this film it happened that an after credit scene or something happens and he comes back he's like dad batman and superman beat me up and then like brian cranston turns around as lex luthor i would scream i would scream i'd freak out it'd be good i that love would brian be, cranston. that would be a good way to get people back on board with i should write after credit scenes you should that's kind of no, i should. always say what i want after credits scenes to be mhm and, and then they're usually lately, never as lately good. they've been let down so honestly marvel who is like the unofficial King of after credits. Guardians of the Galaxies wasn't that shocking or exciting. Yeah, especially since they were like, yeah, it's Howard the Duck, but we're not doing anything with him. He's just there. Mm-hmm. Like, Marvel went from being like, yeah, we know how to make an after credit that makes you good. like, yeah, Ant Man's was good. That makes, like, blows your mind mm-hmm. to being like, we made a joke. We made a joke. Here's, here's a joke. Here's the premise of the next movie. Like, it's almost like they insult you for sticking around <laughs> after credits now. It's like, oh, you losers are still here? Well, here's us just having Tony talking to Bruce Banner. Yeah. I like the part with Bucky, though, and Ant-Man. Yeah, no, that, that, was, that, that was, was kind of a step back in the direction, but it was still kind of... It felt like it was a trailer, like a mini trailer for... Speaking of mini trailers... Speaking of mini trailers... Adventures 2 Age of Ultron. Um, Loki was cut from Age of Ultron because of Kevin Feige. Tom Hiddleston explained by saying, quote, when they screened it, audiences believe that Loki was controlling Ultron, and Kevin thought that was unbalancing the film. I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. Here, yeah. Here's my thing. Loki didn't need to be there. No, I know everybody's, you know, 
in love. In love with Tom Hiddleston. And and I understand he's a great actor. Yeah. He really is. And the character Loki, too, people, you know, fangirl over hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so we didn't need him in another Avengers film. You know, we he's not the Avengers only villain. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're running a little long, aren't we, Breton? Um, is that what you got from that face that I just made at you? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we can just do comics. Yeah. Let's. We'll we'll leave the miscellany for out this week for for Friday. None of it's specifically time exclusive. No. The one I want to talk about, but we can get to that on Fridays. Um. So comics uh, releasing today: Batman and Robin Eternal mm-hmm. number one, Jughead number one, which is tied into the new, um, Archie. Okay. Reboot, Invincible Iron Man one, which is part of the all new, all, all different, different Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> There's this um, graphic novel called Killing and Dying that came out mm-hmm. that looks really interesting and is kind of it's like only art and it's silent and it's about um, basically like the private life of this high school girl and her parents. That's cool. And it's really emotional and I like that stuff. So that's cool. <laughs> I yes. forget who the author is, though. Um, and Paper Girls number one, which is written by Brian K. Vaughn of Saga. Hey. And then guess what? Britain's favorite. Codename Babushka. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I hope it's good because I've really been hyping it up. Hyping it up. <coughs> yeah, Britain might take a fall on that one, potentially. <laughs> I'm hoping not. But. I'm going to read it. I'm going to get it all, uh, however I can today so I can read it. But yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Sorry, we went way over. We had a lot we're of games today. We're, we're well, not way over, but like we with ads, we'll we'll be at like a minute ten. Yeah, I mean, but we'll uh, that we went over on being able to talk miscellany. Kind yeah. Of stuff. But well. as always, um, you can like us on Facebook at mm-hmm. facebook.com forward slash iwto podcast. Um, we have our SoundCloud where mm-hmm. you can listen to it, which is soundcloud.com forward slash it hyphen won't hyphen turn hyphen off or on edinburghnow.com. Yep. Uh, we are under the arts section. If you are looking for it, don't see it on the main page there. Or on Edinburgh Na- Edinburgh Now's uh, SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com forward slash Edinburgh yeah. Now. We're also, we're also there with the morning after the mm-hmm. sports podcast. Um, that's also on air every day. Um so we're we're kind of you know we're there. All of our episodes are on there right now. As yep. of right now, all those yes. episodes are on there. Yes. So um, make sure to check those out. Yep. And uh, of course, once again, uh, Friday we're going to do Fan Friday again. So yes. if you have questions, questions. for us, uh, send those to us on our Facebook. Either comment on the page. We'll make yeah. a post. You can comment on that. There'll be a lot of um, fun things. Yes. Fun yeah. Things. Make sure to we keep an eye planned. on the Facebook page, <laughs> especially tomorrow. So yeah. All right, well, thank you guys, and uh, keep on keeping on. Bye-bye. That, uh, you know, the thing with uh, David Spade on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, the Saturday Night Live sketch, the weather on the airplane. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. including live streaming of our station. EdinburghNow.com and WFSC, they just plain damn well go together. Support for WFSE is provided in part by John's Wildwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswildwoodpizza.com. Are you tired of having the same old boring Thursday nights? 
Well, tune in to my show. My name is Andrea, and every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m., I'll be bringing you the hottest hip-hop and R&B of today. You can tune in on air or online at edinburghnow.com, so you can liven up your Thursday nights right here on 88.9 WFSC Fighting Stars Radio.